baby, the dead calf, next to the mother, next to the mother. Now, the question is, did the goring ox damage, kill, basically kill the calf? Or did the mother, the, the cow, miscarry before? And therefore, the incident whereby the ox gored the cow had nothing to do with the baby. So we don't know. Did the baby, was the baby born before? Baby was born before dead. There was a stillborn baby there. It had nothing to do with the ox goring the mother. Or after after the animal gored the mother, then the baby came out. Basically, the, the goring ox killed the baby. What do you do? Now, we're talking about the ox that gored was a tom. Tom pays half the damage, right? Let's talk about a simple case where the, the para was worth $200. Right, so the par was of two hundred dollars. So you pay half the value, right? An ox gored the mother. Now, what about the witnesses? What do the witnesses claim? Don't forget, if there's no witnesses and the owner says my ox gored and my ox is a tam, motor is potter. We said chatzinazik is a, is a kanas. Motor is potter. We're talking about where two Adam saw it. So if they saw it, why didn't they see what happened? Did the ox gore the pregnant mother or the mother after she gave birth? The answer is they were far away. They couldn't see. They couldn't see the baby. Couldn't see if it was pregnant, that the baby fell out before or after the goring. Therefore, what we do is this. We know that the ox gored the mother. So for the mother, you pay half. The animal's worth $200. Let's say it's worth nothing. Now you pay $100. The Ravia Nesik Levlad, whatever the Vlad is worth, pays half. Half of that. Why? Because normally, again, a Tom that gored, you pay half. Here, we're not sure. We're not sure. In other words, both the owner of the para and the owner of the ox don't know for sure what happened. And nobody really saw. Did the baby, was the baby killed by the goring ox or did the baby die before? So since you don't know, you split the different, you split it. Why pay anything? Why pay anything? Yeah, go prove that you owe me the money. Good question. Good question. The Gemara is going to talk about that, right? So that's what the Gemara says. Now, that's the first case when the ox gored the para. And the para had been pregnant. Now we're not sure, did she lose the baby because of the goring or did she lose the baby before? What about the reverse? What about if a pregnant para gored an ox or gored another para for that matter? The point is, we're just trying to say that the pregnant one gored and now with the chain. That's the second case. A little more complicated, we'll see. But we'll get to Avram's question in the Gemara in a minute. The chain para gored the ox. Now you find the blood on the side, right? But the blood could even be alive. But we don't know. Did the, did the um, calf partake in the goring too? Because it was part of the body of the of the mother, right? Let's say there's not enough money to pay the half time. You know, let's say we're talking about the, the goring animal is always a, a tom here. So he pays half. But let's say the half of the mother that did the goring doesn't, it's not, uh, doesn't cover half the damages, right? Uh, so you say too bad, okay, right? Let's see, good, good. And you're saying what I'm saying, right? 
we don't know if she gave birth before, in which case the mother did all the damage. And if the mother uh, can't, if there's not enough money in the mother to pay half, you don't pay. Or to take classes. So the Gemara says, the Mishnah says, Now, what does that mean? The simple answer, we're going to give Rabbi's answer to the Gemara. It's a much more complicated answer that Rabbi holds that's very difficult. If, if you know that the para for sure did the damage, right? The mother did the damage. So if there's no child there, if, if you have the mother there, so you get the chatsi nezik from the para. Ravia nezik Vlad means this, not Ravia nezik. The Gemara is going to say, what do you mean? You pay half from the para and a quarter from the vlad? The whole damage is only shechatsi nezik, right? So what do you mean? A quarter, a half plus a quarter? I mean, to pay three, why is there three quarters over here? You only pay half. It means to say, let's say the para is gone. The para ran away, right? Par ran away. You can't collect from the par, but the par was the one that did the damage. Yes, but maybe the baby was part was there too. If the baby was inside the mother at the time, you can collect from that. Yes, right. So you can collect half nesic. But we don't know. We don't know for sure if the baby was part of the mother when it did the damage or not. So you split it and you pay only a quarter. Meaning a quarter is half of the half, right? Meaning you have to pay chatsi nesic. But because we split it because we don't know who's who. Now we come to 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 Avram's question: Why are we splitting anything over here? Go prove that you did the damage. Go prove that the animal you're trying to say prove I did the damage. I agree. There's there's witnesses who saw my in the first case my short damaged your your uh, pregnant uh, cow. But maybe the, maybe she gave birth before. Maybe and maybe maybe the stillborn the uh, baby the stillborn calf had nothing to do with with mine. Um, Rabbi Yom Shmuel, so Rabbi Yom Shmuel says the Gemara This whole business that you split it when you're not sure. That's the words of Sumchus was a Tamar of a mayor. He holds the famous claw. We don't paskin that way, right? Avram, you're right. Pash is good. We don't paskin like the Mishnah. These are the words of Sumchus who says when you split, you're not sure you split it, but they say split the difference. We don't know. Now, that really doesn't necessarily serve justice because it's either one or the other, but you don't know. You split it. This is a famous, a general rule, a, a law, a great general rule. We'll see a pasuk for this soon, but that's a general. You have you have a, a claim against me. Go prove it. What's your proof? You have no proof. Forget it. And therefore, in this case where you don't know if he killed the if the if my goring ox killed your baby calf, I don't pay anything. Just says, Why do you say Just say it's a general rule. Why a great general rule? It's nizik even if the owner of the, in the first case where the go, where the ox gored the para, even if the nizik, the owner of the para says, I'm sure that the baby was still inside the mother when your animal gored your damage, even if he's sure, I'm not sure. I wasn't there. I don't know. I'm still the rule is that's what he means a general, a great general rule. That even if my claim is not the, even if your claim is better than my, mine, you're sure that my animal killed your calf. And I'm not so sure. Go prove it, though. You have any witnesses. Inami, for this case, maybe I say, uh, for this case, I sell you an ox. Right? And if I sell you the ox, it turns out that the ox is a little bit wild. He goes around goring and causing damage and stuff like that, which means it's going to cost the owner money. Either Tom, you're going to take it out of the body of the animal necessarily, or, uh, or um, you know, it's going to cause some losses. So the seller, happy he sold the ox. The buyer says, I didn't want this ox. You didn't tell me that he's a goring ox. 
I need this ox to do plowing. If he's going to run around goring other ones, it's no good. Deal's off. Now the money's been paid already, right? The deal's on. Now it turns to an IMSA. They didn't know at the time. After he sold, after the seller sold the shore to the buyer, and it turns out it was a goring ox, the buyer comes in and plays. I said, I want my money back. So Rav Amar, Harbezi Mekastel, says, it's a, it's a uh, mistaken deal. Deal's off. Give me money back. Shmuel Amar, no. Yachol Shiyomer, the seller could say, there's nothing in the contract which says that you're going to use this animal for plowing. I could say, I sold it to you for, uh, you're going to sell it and use the meat. Again, <laughs> yeah, we had yesterday. I told Michael yesterday, he at the end of yesterday's op, he said, according to Rabbi Lezer, who says, uh, so what does teach me? If you didn't guard him, the answer is you got to guard him with a knife. If you didn't guard him with a knife, that means you're responsible for any damage that he did. In any case, back to our case here, the seller can say, I sold it to you for shita. What's the difference? He's a goring ox. Go shech the animal, use the meat. Then you don't have to worry about he's goring or not. Uh, so that's the question. Shmuel says, if Shmuel could say, basically, I'm also mechaveo, but right, go prove it. Take more my, what do you mean? There is proof. Nech say, Yigavr dezav l'radya, Yigavr dezav l'radya, the purchaser, is he a farmer? Is he a farmer? Meaning that he's going to use it for plowing, which is what most people use with cows for. They use it for, for agriculture. Or is he a, or is a butcher? You know, if the sell, if the buyer was a butcher, obviously he's selling it for, he bought it for shkita. Why don't you just look at that? It's a person who, uh, both, he's both a butcher and a farmer. Or, you know, he uses animals for different purposes. So you can't tell from the nature of the buyer what this purchase was for. Right? In other words, he has he doesn't have a good claim. Did he pay the higher value? A cow used for plowing long term is worth a lot more money. Did he pay the value of, let that be a proof, let it be circumstantial proof. If you can't prove from the, what the buyer's trade is, what the purchase was, what the purpose of the purchase was. So look at what he paid. Did he pay the higher value? Let's say an animal used for plowing is worth $1,000. Animal used for uh, for uh, is worth $400. So did he, what, look at, look at look, prove it from the amount that he paid. If he paid the value of plowing, so then he bought it for plowing. And if the animal's a gore, he has a good claim, Mekertos. And if he bought it for, uh, if, if he paid the lesser value of uh, shechita, of uh, meat that's sold on the market, then obviously he has no claims. What happened once here was that the price of meat went up so much that the values were the same. An animal purchased for slaughtering and an animal purchased for plowing, both were worth $1,000. Amri, so what's going on over here? What's going on? The... Uh, I would say, so I understand what's this claim that I want my money back. I mean, the animals were the same thing either way. The animals were the same for slaughtering as for uh, as for plowing. So if he if he can't give him his money back, just take the animal back. In other words, what's the loss to the um, what's the loss to the owner? The the seller says, I sold it to you, and you know he got the good price. Right, he got the he got the higher price. So if there's if he can't uh, and if let's say the seller says I don't have any money to pay you back now, good. So take the animal. If the animal's worth the same thing for slaughtering as for this, so take the animal. Take the animal. People say from the owner of your loan, meaning if you lend money to somebody, you have a debtor. Take even brand. Others, the guy owes you money. Take whatever. Take whatever you can. So the argument here is 
if the animal's worth the same for plowing and for slaughtering, so take the animal. So you take the meat. What's the difference? It's the same. He could get his money back. The answer is that the seller has his money. Rav says, I want my money. I don't want the uh, meat. I want my money back. I don't want the meat. I don't want to have to still go through the whole purchase process again. I want my money back. I want to buy a, I want a, a, a cow for plowing. I don't want a goring animal. Rav says it's a mechatos because you look at most people. Most people buy it for, for plowing. And therefore, if I sold you an animal, and mo and this minastam, it's for plowing, it's for plowing, and it turns out it's a goring. That's that's a uh, mekachtos. I sold you something that uh, you know that doesn't that doesn't uh, that doesn't work. So it's a mekachtos. I bought it with an understanding of plowing. I'm not going to be able to use it for plowing. So therefore, I want my money back. Rubid and Shilvad, Most people uh, buy the animal for plowing. Who does that think? Shmulamer Yachol No, we could tell them Shmul could say what? I don't care if most people buy it for plowing. You didn't say anything about plowing. I sold you an animal. I said, yes, you could. I sold it uh, to you. I can claim that I sold it to you to Shech. And therefore, there's no loss to you if the animal's a gore. We don't go according to the majority. If it's a question of is it kosher, not kosher, mixed up with something else, then is we go basaro. If you're talking about pronouncing somebody's uh, verdict in a court, you go basaro. But we don't, when it comes to mamon, we don't say you go basarob. You, you got to prove. You want something from me? Prove it. That's all. Very simple. It's a general call. But then, and that's how we pass it. You see a price for confirming this shot in, in our Gemara. An ox gored a cow that had been pregnant. And now we find the dead calf next to the mother. We don't know. Did it give birth before the goring? And therefore, the animal, the goring animal has no responsibility. The owner has no responsibility for the for the damaged calf. Or gave birth after the goring. In other words, the goring caused the death of the of the cow. You pay for the para because that's definitely What about the blood? Does he pay or not? Well, you split it down the middle. We don't know what happened over here. And therefore, if, if you knew that the animal gored while the para was pregnant and therefore caused the calf to die, so you'd have to pay chatzinezik for the blood too, for whatever the value is. You pay the value of the para, value of the blood. But we don't know for sure. So therefore, they split it down the middle and therefore they each get a quarter, meaning that the owner pays, the, the uh, owner of the mazik Pays a quarter of the value of the vav. because that's what Sumka says. Who holds what? That You're not sure you split it. We'll see this elsewhere in Babakama also. That he holds You have to prove it. Otherwise, I don't pay you anything. How do you know this idea that if you're taking the one who is who is claiming money, the plaintiff? Who's making a claim on somebody else must be proof. Shenemar mi balvar mi gashaleim. When Moshe was uh, dealing, getting the the Torah from Hashem, he said, "I'm leaving Aaron before here. If you have any questions, mi balvar. Whoever is a tovei Rashi says, whoever has a claim, yigashaleim, go to them. What does that mean? Yigashaleim, uh, approach them. Yagish rayaleim, bring a proof to them. If you want to, that's the source from us. If you want, if you have a claim against somebody, prove it. No, if you can't prove it, you have no claim." Maskal Rabashi, Palamlika, what do I need a Pusik for? Svaro, it's a Svaro. The Kov like Eva, whoever has a pain, Asalabayasya. Of course, whoever has a claim is going to go make the claim. But I, I need a Pusik to tell me whoever has a claim, come and 
you know, approach the bench, you know, approach the bench and make a claim. Obviously, somebody who has a pain uh, goes and makes a claim. If you don't have a claim, you don't make them. Ella, the Pasuk is for the Jerusha of Nachman Amar Avavua. When there's a there's a plaintiff and a defendant, a Tobeya and a Nitva, a claimant and a litigant who is who is uh, he's claiming it from, how do you know that Besson should listen to the Tobeya first, to his claim first? Menayin Shein Skokin, Besson has to attend only the, the Tobeya, the plaintiff first. Shinemar, Mi Baldvar, Mi Gashalayam, Yagishvar Alayam, let him, the one who has a claim, he gets there first. And Rashi explains that a case where, for example, Ruben is claiming from Shimon, Ruben says, You owe me $100. Shimon said, I owed you the hundred dollars. I did, but I gave you a mashkin. Where's my mashkin? You've eaten up my mashkin. You've eaten up the collateral. So the idea here is, well, they first say, okay, Ruben made a claim hundred dollars. Let's deal with this hundred dollars. He has proof. He has witnesses or a written star or Adam. Give him the hundred dollars first. Now let's talk about the mashkin. Now we'll deal with the counterclaim. So that's what he means over here, that that uh, that Besson should listen to the plaintiff first and then deal with the uh, defendant's counterclaim. I'm going to draw an artist says, Palmim it depends though. Not always the case. Sometimes you have to listen to the nitva, the uh, the, the defendant first. Because let's say he, by, by delaying it, you're causing him a loss. For example, he says, listen, you have my property as a, as a collateral. Give me my collateral back. He says, no, no, no. First we deal with Ruben's claim, give you the 100 hours. We'll determine the value of that uh, claim. Then after we're done, we'll talk about your karka. But let's say that karka, uh, has somebody that there's a guy from Texas who's about to willing to buy that karka and he's leaving tonight on a plane and if you if you don't deal with it now you'll lose that ability or something of that sort then sometimes we deal with the defendant first but generally we deal with the plaintiff first so the mission was very clear and we don't hold that way we hold that a Muslim if the the shore damaged the uh, killed let's say killed the para and there's a baby there you don't know if the baby was born before or after. So if you have no proof, even if you're sure, but if you have no proof, a Haraya, and the Mazik only has to pay, because he's a Tom, only has to pay half the value of the mother. The baby, we don't know. Maybe the baby died before. That's the first part of the mission. Then the mission went on to say the same thing in reverse. If the pregnant animal damaged, damaged another animal, let's say uh, the para damaged the ox, and you're not sure it was a baby part of it first, the mission said, mission said you get half, in other words, the claim on the Tzatzinezik from the para and a quarter from the Vlad, as if the Vlad, because the Vlad took part in the damage as well. Damage, damaging. Says the Gemara, what's going on here? What, you get half the value from the para and a quarter from the, from the, um, from the Vlad, that based on the Vlad that also did the damage, even though, of course, this is not the halacha because there's no quarter, because at the end of the day, we hold like, uh, right? We said that's that's uh, that's That's like the Mishnah says, like Sumchus, we don't pass away. Fine, but the way the Mishnah reads in terms of Sumchus, we says you get from the mother and a quarter of an from the baby, from the baby that also took part in damaging the uh, the ox. So who the boys? You only have to pay half. What's this idea of three quarters? That's the law of Russian reads. It's a, the whole thing, less a quarter, three quarters. You, what are you paying three quarters for? At the end of the day, how much? I'm the owner, right? I'm the owner of the animal. My whatever my my. I know we know that my para did the damage. We're not sure if my if the baby, the calf, was part of the part that time also damaged. But either way, I should only pay half. Why am I paying three quarters over here? What's this business about half from the 
uh, half from the mother and a quarter from this. My whole, my whole liability is only half. What's this business about three quarters? I'm going to buy it. So we'll see two answers. The simple answer is rubber. But first, a buy goes through a whole procedure. I'm going to buy it. Chatsi Nezek. What it means is Chatsi Nezek Echad Me'abah. It really means, when he says Chatsi, he doesn't really mean, he means half of a half. means a quarter. Right? He says, I'm going to buy a Chatsi Nezek Echad Me'abah. And we're going to explain what, how does that work? Why a quarter? But Echad Me'abah of a Nezek. In other words, I didn't mean to say three quarters. When he says half and a quarter, it's just three quarters. No, it's half of a half, which is a quarter, and and half of a quarter, which is an eighth, right? Which means all you're getting is three eighths total. Why? Why is that? Why? So he explains. If the para and the baby, the mother and the baby belong to one person, you say, of course it belongs to one person. How could it not belong to one person? Very simple. I sold you my para. Future. My future. I sold you the future, but I'm keeping the baby. Or vice versa. I sold you the baby. You could have two different owners. You could have Reuben and Shimon. One owns the mother, one owns the baby. So if it's the same owner, you're right. He could say to the Valpara, listen, owner of the ox, who got injured now, give me half an ezek. Of course, the nafkamina could be if the animal, the the uh, the para and the baby together did not constitute half, uh, you know, half the half the damages, right? Could have a complicated cases. We'll see. So, but he says, listen, your animal damaged my animal, right? There's no question. Para did. The might the baby might have been in there, maybe not have been there, but you owe me half. That's a chazi. That's a kabli. No question. Give me half. If he says the baby was a part of it, the baby was born before. And my animal is only worth, you know, two cents. Fine, you're right. Maybe you could, maybe you could say that. But basically, if it's one owner, give me half an essay. You owe me half. And if the animal was worth half, you pay half. Elotzricha. The parah dechad, the vlad dechad. Here's what happened was that the par was owned by Ruvay and the vlad was owned by Shimon. If he first made a claim against the Balpara, meaning the Nizik said, you, your, your animal definitely damaged, we have proof, your animal definitely damaged mine, Tila. He could say the about your animal damaged me. Listen, your animal damaged me. Even if we're talking about two different owners now, right? He goes to Ruvain, the owner of the party, and says, Listen, your animal definitely managed mine. Pay me half. It's a Tom, pay me half. Oh, you want to say that there was another animal that Shimon's baby was also part of it? Go prove that. I don't know if he. It, wait, right. Shimon owns the future, like you say, owns the baby, but I don't know if the baby was part of the damage or not. We know your animal definitely damaged mine. So you owe me half. You want to you want to lessen your half by proving that you have a partner in the Nezek? Go prove that. Right. Ella, the Kadim, Tavi Labal, Labal Vlad. What happened was he first went after Shimon, the owner of the baby. Right. Tila, the Amrle, the Amrle now. What does the Amrle mean? The Amrle, the owner of the Parah says, listen, the Lisa Dayatach, you have revealed the Shutta Isli. Isli. In other words, he could say, look, you've proven to me, by you going after the owner of the baby, the owner of the para will say, no, wait, well, you see, you don't come to me after that. You know that the baby was also, you went after the baby also, the owner of the baby. So I don't have to pay the whole thing, right? Some say, even if he asked, even if he went after the para first, meaning the owner of the para who definitely did the damage, he could, it's a matzi he could push him off saying, the amalei, I know that I have a partner over here. And even if he went after me, he says, a partner over here. So therefore, what's going on? 
Each one, each one is pushing him off the other. The owner of the para who definitely did damage, and the owner of the vlad who says, I had no part of it. But each one says, listen, there was definitely a partner over here. Since there was a partner, they each pay half of, the, of what they should have had. Meaning, the owner of the para normally would pay chatzinus. If the animal that was damaged was worth $200, he would owe 100 right? He would owe 100 half. But he says, it wasn't just me. There was the owner of the vlad was part of it too. And therefore, I'm only going to pay half of my half a quarter. And the owner of the vlad, right? We're not sure if it was there or not. The owner of the vlad said, I'm not sure if it was there or not. Therefore, my my half is even less because besides the fact that I'm going to pay half the half, which would be a quarter, but I'm also not sure if my animal was there or not. Therefore, we split it half. Again, this goes according to Sumchus. Tells us goes to Rabichas too. The truth is that if a, if a party did the damage and the vlad was inside, it's not 50 50. You can't say that the but the mother did half the damage, the baby did half the damage. It's probably the baby was 10 or 20% of it. So the numbers would work out differently too. He's not saying that that's definitely, he's just saying the maximum could be that he would pay an eight, that the baby would pay an eight if he was really half and half of the owner. This is all complicated, this whole complicated answer. So Abaya says, this is the Mishnah says that the, you pay, that the uh, para pays a half and the Vlad pays a quarter, right? We're not speaking about where it was the same owner. It was the same owner. Just say, listen, give me you owe me half. I don't care which if it was the with the baby without the baby, give me half. Of course, it could be different if the animal wasn't worth that much. But he says, give me half. You're speaking about where there were two different owners. Therefore, each one says, listen, the other guy was a partner with me too. So it's the 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 owner of the part doesn't pay half. He pays half of a half, which is a quarter, and 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 he pays half of half because again he, he doesn't he because his para for sure damaged the damage the damage the um. Uh, the shore, right? The part definitely am sure. But the Vlad, we don't know if it was part of it or not. So he doesn't, you know, even if he, even if he did, even if the Vlad, if the Vlad was in the mother at the time of the damage, and he, and even if he was a big baby, you know, responsible for half of the damage, not obviously the baby had no intention, right? Doesn't go by that though. But he's assured. But uh, we're saying we're saying the Torah Tom, even if there was no intention. Right, it, even though we say that you know the mother's intention, so why should the baby have the intention too? But still, he is partly responsible because he take it from the value of the baby. All that goes into the mix. But still, the answer is we don't know if we, we don't know if he owes him or not. So it's not half of the half, which would be a quarter that the mother would that pays, but it's only it's you split that. You split the half of the half. In other words, you split the quarter, and he only pays an egg because we don't know if the baby's there or not. So he pays up according to Sumchas. That's all. That's all. Rabbi's answer, but Rabbi doesn't like this answer because the Mishnah says the Mishnah says that you pay half from the para and a quarter from the uh, from the vlad, and this only works out really works out to half of the half and half of the quarter. Yeah. What if it's the excess the value of the para that has a vlad? It's worth more than the para without a vlad. Let's say let's say the is worth two hundred. And, the, and together with the vlad, it's worth three hundred. That's right. They just pay one hundred fifty. Yeah, but we don't. But the, the answer is that the 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 owner of the para says that the vlad did not do any of the damage. No, what, what, wait, wait, hold on. No, no, no. I, I said it wrong. Abaya claims. Abaya claims. Abaya says we're talking about where the owner of the para and the owner of the vlad were two different people. The two different people. Saying, can you do this? Right, 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 right. Yes. But we don't. We don't know if the baby was it. We don't know if the baby was in the mother at the time. We're not talking about paying for the par. We're talking the par is paying now for the the par with the baby. We're are paying for the shore. So we don't know if the baby was there at the time or not. We're not talking about the paying for the value of the bar. We're talking about paying for the shore that was damaged. The shore is worth two hundred dollars. Who pays? Who pays the half? Shore was a two hundred dollars. The par was a, was a was a, a ton. 
So you owe a hundred hours. How do you pay the hundred hours? How do you pay the hundred hours? The owner of the para says, not the owner, he's not the owner of the plot, says, listen, there was a plot there too. So instead of me paying a hundred dollars, I'll pay 50. I'll pay 50, which is a quarter of the value of the $200 ox. And the owner of the Vlad says, I don't even know if I was there. I'm not going to pay half. I'm not going to pay a quarter, which is my half of the half. I don't even know if the baby was there. Maybe he was, baby was born before. Baby was born before. So therefore, I'm only going to pay according to Sumchas, not the way we paskin. Because the way we paskin is you can't make the claim at all. That's all if you learn this case. But Rabbah says, I'm Rabbah, Atu Echem Yabra, Benezik, Echem Mishmana, Benezik Tani. According to you, according to you, the Balpora pays a quarter, and the Baal uh, Vlad pays an eighth, which is a total of three eighths. But Mish doesn't say that. Atu Echem Yabra, Benezik, does say one quarter of Echem Mishmana, Tani. Chatsi Nezik for Ravi Nezik Tani. The Mishnah says that the owner of the Parah pays half, and the owner of Vlad pays a quarter. Alam Rabbah, the owner is the same. The owner of the para and the owner of the baby inside was the same. Bachem, this is what he means to say. The mission is very simple. Isa lepara, if you have the para here, this para definitely did the damage to the shore, right? So, if the para is here, you pay half the nesik out of the para. Less of the para. Let's say the para ran away. And you have the baby now. The baby's here, right? You gave birth to the baby. The baby could be alive. Baby, good baby, right? But was the baby there or not? Less of the para. Mishnam revi nesik mi vlad. You pay half, a quarter out of the Vlad. Why? Because if the Vlad, but we're not sure if the Vlad was there, was part of the damage or not. We're not sure. Neither one knows for sure. Even if, even if the Nizik says, I know for sure that the that the baby was with the mother at the time, was inside the mother, but you have no proof. You have no proof. Therefore, you split it down the middle and he pays a quarter. Time it'll lay a dinner because we don't know. We don't know if the baby was inside the mother when it did the damage and the mother gored the ox. Ilo. Ilo we know that the baby was inside. You'd pay the whole thing out of the blood. In other words, very simple. If you know, listen to this carefully, careful what Rav is saying. If the animal, the para, had the baby inside, and you know for sure there were there were witnesses that that uh, while it was pregnant, it did the damage, and now the para ran away. The para gave birth. And, and the para, you can't find the para. And you only have the vlad. You could take the full value out of the baby. But the baby did all the damage, but the baby's part of the mother. Rubble to me, dumb rubble, para shazika, but para did damage. Gova me vlad, you can collect out of the vlad. My timer, gufahi, it's part of the baby. The, we have a, we have a, what, that, that, uh, that um, uh, uber, uh, uber is, uh, the uber, the unborn baby, the fetus is part of the mother. Over vlad, it, it's like a, it's like a, um, um, it's a part of the mother, right? Obra is a um, uh, is a Yerachimo. limb of the mother, right? Obra is a limb, huh? Yerachimo, right? It's, it's, part, it's like a yerach, it's like a thigh, it's like a limb of the mother. So it's all the same, as opposed to a chicken. Tanagola is Shezika, if a Tanagola is damaged, Engo, you can't take, you can't collect from the eggs. Why? My time of Pirshim Yalmu. Pirshim means dung, but but it just, Rashi says it means it's a separate part. The egg is not part of the mother. The egg is separate from the mother. Otherwise, the egg would be fleshics too, right? <laughs> right? So it's uh, it's not part of the it's not part of the mother. That's the yomer of other things. Ain't shemal apar of the atzma of lametzah. When you do this, listen, it's very good. You mentioned before about an animal's worth more. Sometimes, that is, if you have an animal, if you have a cow and you have a vlad that's born, right, from the cow, is that worth more or is it worth more when it's pregnant? It's worth more after it's born because they're separate. It could be sold separately, right? 
So he says, you don't figure the part from the asthma of blood from the asthma when you, if you're talking about in the first case where the where the axe gored the the mother, the axe gored a, a pregnant one and killed the baby, right? You don't figure the paro by itself and the vlad by itself. El shamer levad al gavi par. You figure you vlad together with the mother. Because you figure if you figure it separately, you're hurting, you're weakening the mazik, you're weakening the damager because it costs less. Uh, a pregnant one is worth less than a one that had a baby. Or the same thing if a person knocked off somebody else's hand, uh, an evid's uh, hand. Uh, a, a person, a master would take a lot more money for you know for cutting off a person's for his evid's hand. Than what he's worth, you know, the hand separate from the versus person versus just the having an evid without a hand. Let's say you ate some of the crops of his of uh, of somebody. You don't figure out the field by itself and the crops by itself because that is worth more. But you figure out what is the what is the field worth with the crop and what's worth without the crop. That's a smaller amount. If that's the din. That you know you should pay for each separately. Likvish mazik. What do I care if the mazik is weakened? Parum says, I I damaged you a pregnant cow. That's what I should be assessed as. I shouldn't have to. If I kill your pregnant cow, you don't you know you don't know if the baby would have survived or not. It's not worth as much. I killed your uh, my animal killed gored your pregnant animal. That's what I should pay for a, a, a pregnant animal, not a not an animal that already had a baby. So uh, let's say the para was owned by one, and one person, Reuben, and the Vlad was owned by Shimon, the fatness of the animal, of the mother, that belongs to the Valpara, because the baby doesn't increase the fatness of the mother, right? It just increases its bulk. So that goes, the fatness of it, that fat goes to the owner of the para. What about the bulk? You split the In other words, the fact that the animal looks bigger, it's more bulky, that's split. That's partly due to the baby, partly due to the mother. But that the animal has more fat in it, that belongs to the to the mother. All right, we'll take the mission tomorrow. Have a good day, everybody. Call to the service. Yeah, beautiful. They're going to the uh, cemetery this morning. Uh, here they get up on the ship and they go to the uh, cemetery. But uh, yeah. you only once in yeah. the family. We also have Thursday, we're getting up from Shloshim. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for Shloshim. Okay. Surah to Valtuv. Surah to Valtuv. Yeah, beautiful.